Walt Disney, boy, and my family proud. Make them say L, make them say O. The O's that tell me yes, the same ones that tell you no. Bro, I ain't just an average Joe. Way above the average flow, boy, my life is most dope. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 24. That was a special shout out to Mr. Mac Miller himself. Um, just recently passed away this past week. Young at the age of 26. Great musician, great inspiration. Wishing him the best of luck. But back to business. This is episode 24 of the greatest sports show that you have never heard of. Trash Talk Sports coming to you live. This is Richie G coming from Austin, Texas, the greatest taco city in the world, and my co-host, partner in crime, the hillbilly and bumpkin himself, Jew Tiger fan, the oyster masturbator, Mr. Chapman. What's crack- what's cracking, good sir? Yeah, what's up, man? Chilling, have a good night. Yo, shout out to Mac Miller. Heroin kills guys. But on a, on a good note, though, college football and the NFL are back. What a, what a glorious occasion because, like, man, baseball's fun, but I'm just like, all right, I'm ready to see some people get hit. Yeah, and, I mean, I love the NFL. I think it's a great caliber. Jesus, Justin Tucker just kicked a 55-yard field goal, making it look like it was an extra point. Dear Lord. But, you know, I, I love some NCAA football. And, Ellis, you're in the heart of it. I'm kind of – I wouldn't say I'm in the heart of it down here. I'm in a uh, – Kind of a, I'd say compared to like the lung, maybe, you know, kind of a, it's not vital, but it's pretty important. College football's back. This is week two, man. What do you, uh, what do you see so far? Yeah, big game. Yeah. We got a few big games. Texas A&M College Station this week. We got your Tigers are going to Auburn, and then we got TCU going to Ohio State. I mean, you got two of your favorite teams that are in. They got a big game this weekend. I think the game to watch is honestly the LSU game, man. You got these two SEC teams. This should be the game of the week, but somehow Ohio State got the game of the week. And this is a big statement because Auburn's last year was potentially almost went to the national champion or almost went into the final four. And LSU hasn't shown much. It's, uh, we don't know how Ed Orgeron's be. Right now, uh, the predictors got Auburn going off 3-1. to one. Like 75% of the predictions have uh, Auburn winning. And this is going to be a testament for LSU because they beat Miami week one, which is a really good first win. It was a strong butt whooping, honestly. But we made it last week that maybe Miami's not that good. And this is going to be a real gut check. Last year, the Tigers beat Auburn. And we might have been the uh, Achilles heel that prevented from Auburn even going to the Final Four. So, you know, Auburn wants some revenge at home for sure. So, I think this is the game to watch out. And if Auburn beat LSU, this can jump them up. If LSU can beat Auburn, this is going to put LSU into potentially, I think, the top five. Yeah, I, I, I agree. This is I think the LSU-Auburn game is bigger than the TCU-Ohio State game. I think that... ESPN and game day and, you know, all the people, whatever you want to call them, the big Joes, chose the TCU Ohio State game because those two teams don't really have any other big games down the road potentially. Michigan could suck. Penn State, you know, they weren't – they didn't really look that strong. They barely – they should have lost Appalachian State. I was Yo, so hoping going to lose that game. My dad is from Boone. My brother went to college near them. Yo, they should have – they should have beat them. Oh, they should have won, dude. They should have won that game. It was the same thing in Michigan. People got to stop picking on happy ass. They're the team in North Carolina. 
And by the way, North Carolina is about to get dicked on by Florence. Yeah. yeah. Good luck to everyone in North Carolina, South Carolina. I know uh, Virginia Tech canceled their game against ECU, NC State, West Virginia. That might be the best thing for Virginia Tech because you know they would lose. I told you one of those they got three sleeper games and it's always those mediocre teams. They had Richie, William Mary. Let me they, ask you, how about them Virginia Tech Hokies, man? You what know, do you this think's is, going on right there? Uh, I can't get too hype. I really I thought they played incredibly well against Florida State. I don't think Florida State is as good as people are projecting them to be. They have a good quarterback, Florida State, but he just didn't look comfortable. He looked injured. He looked kind of apprehensive his throws he didn't get any power on him and he just doesn't they don't have the talent they used to you know florida state the whole state of florida in general isn't as powerful and dominant in my mind as they have been past years you know miami took a butt whooping from lsu but i'm liking how tech has played so far you know they're doing well but like i was saying they got three games william and mary they won all right knock that out they got ecu and odu now virginia tech has blown one of those, you know, whatever you want to call it, practice games or kind of walkthrough games. Yeah. They they blow those games. They've lost to JMU. I've seen they almost lost to Appalachian State. They've lost ECU quite a few times. Like, I've seen them start off hot and lose in one of these games. And, you know, they could be looking at Notre Dame, which is the fifth game on their schedule. So they could kind of be looking ahead and, you know, college kids, they just they kind of think one game is easy and – they're focused on the next. So it'll be interesting to see what Fuente can do. But here's if Virginia Tech and Notre Dame go 5-0, and that game in Blacksburg, game day. Easy. Hands down. Game day is coming to Blacksburg. Fuck the Irish, dude. Yeah, Virginia Tech's got a pretty good schedule because I want to – I mean, they start off their uh, – if you look at their schedule, their first ACC game is against Duke. Well, Florida State. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right. But the next ACC game is Duke. I'd say the ACC is tied for second or third for top division of college football. But Duke's not bad, but that Notre Dame, and they still got to play Miami and Pitt later on in the season. So this could be an interesting schedule for them. They've got quite a uh, load on them to start. Yeah, I kind of, you know, Notre Dame's still independent, but I like how they're playing the ACC teams. I think that's kind of cool, and they still play their traditional matchups. Um, but going back to your conference, tough conference, I mean, obviously, we're not even going to argue the SEC West and the SEC is, you know, that's that's the NFL. That's NFL minor league right there. Yeah, right. Yeah, but, I, don't think the, I don't think the Buffalo Bills could beat Alabama right now. No, for God's sakes. I mean, if the Ravens beat Buffalo 48-7 to or 48-3, to whatever the hell it was, and they're losing to Cincinnati right now, I mean, come on. Like, Buffalo might be – that's another time. <laughs> Talk about, but Buffalo could potentially be the next Cleveland Brown franchise. God, that's awful. These teams come and go. This was your Detroit at one time. This was your Ravens at one time. This was your Titans not too long ago. Oh, Titans are looking rough. It's a bad, rough season already. I don't want to talk about it. Don't want to talk about it. We'll give you another. We'll talk about NFL later. Yeah, but going back, you know, the ACC, even Clemson against A&M, they kind of squeaked that one out with some crazy calls, crazy end of the play, end of game plays. You know, I mean, they're not looking too hot. Honestly, the Big Ten, I think, is a division, a conference that is good. And the Pac, I don't want to say this, but the Pac-12 could be back. Pac-12 could be back, baby. If USC dominates Texas this weekend, and who else is – um. Another big Pac-12 game. Stanford was looking good. They're in the top ten. What about USC? 
USC, they got Texas this weekend. The old Longhorns down in Austin. That'll be a hell of a game. I always think this was kind of crazy for us. Both of us went to college football games this weekend in different states. Yeah, right. This was my my first experience at UT. I think the Pac-12 has some potential. I liked – I thought, you know, the pageantry and kind of the aura of the UT football field. I don't know what it's called, DKR or something. The stadium it was kind of cool. It was a nice stadium. They had a good halftime show. Um, very cool band. But at the end of the day, Texas football, the product that they have, they beat Tulsa by a touchdown. It's weak right now, man. It's not was good. The last time Vince Young was the last, or Cole McCoy was the last time yeah. Texas was relevant. Yeah, Ooh. since Cole McCoy, they haven't had a good starting quarterback. And I think the quarterback they have now is not the quarterback that's you know, going to take them to the next level. Their offensive line is garbage. Their quarterback isn't really a quarterback. He's like a running back who can, you know, throw decently. They got some talented wide receivers but and good secondary, but their defensive line and linebackers just, you know, they're kind of just mission. They have bits and pieces of it, but they don't have all of it together. And they're just, you know, I think they're a mediocre program. I'd be surprised if they get eight wins, but I think they get seven wins. Go to a bowl game and, you know, mediocrity is what it is. They got a nice freshman running back in uh, Devontae, Kavon, something Ingram. No, that's wrong. What the hell is that Texas running back's name? He's good. But what do you think of uh, LSU, Ellis, in person? How'd they look? How was Death Valley? Yeah, I honestly admit I was trashed during that game. It was a great time. Like, I consumed a lot of Mick Ultras that day. (laughs) Fucking woman. Yeah, I'm counting cards. <laughs> Keontae Ingram. I'm sorry if I mispronounced your name. Keontae or Kavant? Keontae, I think it's Keontae, Keontae. Ingram. Yeah. He's a freshman running back. Tags. He's going to be one to watch out for. He's a great running back, very athletic, smart, good vision. Watch out for him. But honestly, I think this is the first football game I was uh, sober at, Ellis. kind of crazy. That sounds awful. It was interesting. <laughs> I'll say that. It was interesting, you know. But, hey, you got to experience it one of these times, I guess. It is what yeah. it is. I was in the student section. It was awesome, man. Like we, I left at halftime because we were up twenty four zero. But th- he threw like a the R- John Ruxin. He threw a bomb like right at the end of half. It was just like a very vertical duck, man. And like there was two defenders, and like you knew like before he even he even caught it. Like I was saying, like that's a touchdown. And like he just dropped to the ground with it, and we we're like, oh my god! I was like, that's it. We rolling, boys. What do you think of that quarterback, uh, late Ohio State transfer? You know, he's played well these first two games, but what, what did you see? I mean, what I saw was LSU was playing really good run, a good run team. They were ground pounding the ball, what I saw. And their defense, their re- defense is good. But, yeah, I mean, I do like the uh, – Joe Burrow, he's that he's their quarterback. He's got good statistics. He's less than 50% on his passes, but he's got no interceptions on the year. So the Tigers are playing good. But we got a long division game. We got a long, long season to go. Yeah, it starts with a big one at Auburn. Auburn, Alabama, and Georgia, man. Like, Tigers got their – they got their uh, – Work cut out for him, that's for sure. Yeah, I think looking at that game, it's going to be. I like, sorry, I really like our running back, uh, Nick Brissett. He's already got, he's got two touchdowns on the year, but he's got like, he had a 50 yard, like, just like breakaway against Miami. That dude is fast. I really hope he's like our next uh, Leonard Fournette or uh, Darius Geis. Shout out to Darius Geis. Darius tore my ACL first preseason game of my career, Geis. Yeah, he'll be back. I hope. I really do. SEC games will be big. Um, 
the going kind of an out of conference random games that I like. You know, let's let's look at this. Rutgers at Kansas. Kansas won their first away game for the first time in years last week, and now they are favored. Kansas football is favored, Ellis, to win a game. That's crazy. Rutgers. So, again, a team that, you know, hasn't really been there, hasn't done much, but I think that's an interesting matchup to watch. Another one that I'm going to keep an eye out on is Boise State, Oklahoma State. You know, Oklahoma State, number 24, that's kind of, you know, I think the 15 to 24 spots are kind of just, you know, week by week you could fall in and out of the top 25. Right. Um, Oklahoma State's right there. Boise State, 17. Boise State's always been one of those teams that kind of ends up in the top 25 because they have, have an easy conference, and they're they're a really good team in that conference. But they play good out-of-conference games, and I think this is huge if they can go to Oklahoma State and win. That's that's one that I'm really going to watch and keep an eye on. Hey, Richie, uh, what time is it? It is currently, Ellis. 9.43 Central Standard Time, and... Oklahoma still sucks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, they're going up against Iowa State, and last year, Iowa State gave them a run for their money. So don't sleep on that Iowa State-Oklahoma game because, you know, they could Oklahoma could blow that one, and then, hey, it might be all downhill for the season hey, for the they, good old tunes. But, you know, I think next week... Conference games are going to start kicking up again. Um, some are obviously LSU's going, playing theirs, but um, it'll be interesting. I hope there were, there are one, two, three, four, five, six games that got canceled um, due yeah, to the USC, weather. NC State, Virginia Tech all canceled. Yeah, and the reigning national champions in UCF, they got canceled. They're playing North Carolina, so that would have been a cool game. But, hey, next time. West Virginia, NC State would have been a good one as well. But, hey, it is what it is. That's right. So who, as of right now, Alice, if you had to pick four teams in the playoff, we're going to do this every week, four teams in the playoff, who do you got? I really had to look at it. Just, Obviously, you have Alabama going. Yep. Clemson, um, Ohio State, and fourth spot. See, it's just not fair, man, because you have three national champions in one conference, in one division. Like, yeah, Georgia, baby, Georgia. Well, I'll do mine. I'll do mine real quick. Alabama, Georgia, Wisconsin, and the fourth, you know, right now fourth is a toss-up, but oh God, I think – I honestly think who whoever wins the Big 12, whether it be Oklahoma or West Virginia, you know, I think West Virginia is a sleeper. Dude, I, I really like Oklahoma. There is maybe Stanford. Stanford is good. If they can just win. Like, they got some good teams on their schedule, but they need to not lose. This is true. All right, but we're, let's talk about something else, a little – well, interesting topic. What big program name do you think has been a bigger bust the past few seasons? University of Michigan or the University of Texas? Yeah, fuck the University of Michigan. John Harbaugh's a joke. Wow. So you're going to straight off the bat, Michigan. Fuck Michigan. You heard it here, lies. Here, I'll tweet that shit. Hashtag fuck Michigan. Harbaugh, you suck. Yeah, Wait, I think- you know, that tweet's going live. Michigan started off hot. Um, Texas, they haven't really started off hot, so I think you know it's kind of more expected. But, yeah, I think Michigan's been the bigger bust just because they have more expectations. John Harbaugh, he needs to do something besides take his players to Europe every season or off-season, you know, for their vocation or whatever the hell it is that they do. He's not going with him. Someone else is paying for it. Oh, yeah, boosters, baby. Yeah, who do it's you all think about the boost? LSU or Auburn? Well, we haven't even asked that. Who's going to win? Who's going to win, Ohio State or TCU? Or I guess how much is Ohio State going to win? Well, this is kind of tough. You know, Urban Meyer's still out with his uh, suspension. So that doesn't even matter. 
man. Like the only thing head coaches do is they're in charge of recruiting and they're making like game time decisions. Like, do we punt on fourth down? Do we kick the field goal? Do we pass on third and short or whatever? Like they're not actually making the actual calls. They're just making the game time management. Well, in a game, in a big game like that, that could mean all the difference. Dude, I disagree. I think those assistant coaches are just as smart and wouldn't be where they're at if they didn't know their stuff. I would trust my assistant, especially as a head coach. I would need to, as a head coach, I would need to trust my defensive coordinator and my assistant offensive coordinator to run the team without me. So I think that'll be. I don't think it does anything. It doesn't affect the players. It, it, it's still going to be the same thing. I think Ohio State's got them by two touchdowns. Okay. Now what about twenty? One uh, Buckeyes. Yeah, I think Ohio State's going to win that game, and uh, I think we're going to have a similar opinion on this LSU Auburn game. Ellis, uh, I'll start. Zhu Tiger, Zhu Tiger, baby. Wu Tiger. You pulling for the? You pulling for LSU? Purple and gold, baby. Wow, I'm in shock, ladies and gentlemen. Richie G only wants to agree with me when it involves me being pissed off. Usually. Um, but I like LSU. I saw them against Miami. I like LSU right now. I, you know, Auburn. I'm kind of iffy on, but I think I think the Tigers can go in there and make some noise. Yo, if the Tigers win, where do they get placed? I think they, I think they go at least number seven to Auburn. I think they switch spots. I think, yeah, I think if LSU wins, they switch spots depending on how the other games go. could go up, but at the lowest, they'll be at seven. Man, and then in the SEC West, you would have Alabama 1, LSU, Mississippi State. I mean, you already have that. There's Mississippi State, Alabama, Auburn, and LSU all in there. Like, that's just unreal. Wow. So Auburn right now is a 10-point, 10.5-point favorite. Yeah, everybody's picking Auburn. I mean, yo, man, like, I want LSU to win. I'm worried. I think Auburn might win, though, by, like, by within a field goal, within two, within three. So you think Auburn wins, but they don't cover? Yeah. What's the spread? Ten and a half. Yeah, I think LSU is going to hold this. That LSU, that's what's impressed me the most. You pitched shutout uh, week two against Southeastern, but you kept uh, Miami to seven points. That says – I think LSU is a sleeper team, Ellis. You know, people aren't really liking on them. Maybe it's Eddie O, biggest football coach ever. But, yeah, they're not – I don't think they're giving them their credit yet. Maybe this game will push them over the edge. But, you know, I, I like I like these Tigers, boy. Go with an X. Yeah, y'all are fucking nuts down there in the bayou. No, it's in the water. <laughs> it's all the crawfish, baby. <laughs> yeah, that crawfish is not sanitary. Have you eaten the crawfish, man? I have not. I just had my first raw oysters last week, two weeks you ago. Were very, you were, you were pleased with that, right? I was pleasantly surprised, you know. I never had anything against it. I just never went out of my way to try it. And then um, next time you come, we'll try and set up a boil. Yeah, I want to do that. I want to have some that's fresh. That's occasion shit. We'll set up a boil. We'll get some corn, potatoes, shrimp, or crawfish. And you just pick the tails. Some people suck the head. Yeah, I got to get that going. We got to do something like that. It's just aquatic bugs. That's all they are. You know that? Just protein. Pretty much. All right, but, you know, college football's back. Right. Happy for it to be back. Yo, do you think Serena was justified in the U.S. Open? You know, I, I've i always been told this. I was raised this as a kid. Um, this is kind of one thing that I was always preached to by my dad and by my coaches is that whatever the ref calls is whatever the ref calls. You move on. You do what you got to do. 
and you know you play around it you can't control the ref don't worry about things you can't control and for her she's kept on a very high pedestal she's one of the most well-known successful athletes of all time male female doesn't matter probably the most successful female athlete of our generation for sure arguably of all time yeah in our generation 14 months ago what the fuck yeah and she's out there in the u.s open final i think she won the british open or the yeah, Open. one of those European won. Opens. Wimbledon, yeah, she won Wimbledon. Freaking Wimbledon. But I think, you know, going back, I, at first I was like, you know, that's, that's what you're saying. I was like, it makes sense. But then going back on it, kind of looking at it again, you know, I think she just went a little overboard. Um, you know, and no refs really. All the refs said, you know, the ref, the referee, or the official, whatever the hell was on on site at the time, made the right call, made the right decision. I understand being mad, but I mean, you got to calm down. Maybe it was the hormones in her from the pregnancy, post-pregnancy or something crazy. But I mean, I don't know. I think that she went overboard and that what happened to her, she deserved to get because of her reaction, what she said. And, you know, it's kind of sad. We're focused more on the loser of the U.S. Open instead of the winner. Is that another Viagra or Cialis ad? Outback Steakhouse. Still like lobster, still under fifteen ninety nine. All through. Crikey. Ladies and gentlemen, we're still waiting on our uh, royalties checks from Outback Steakhouse. Do they have our address? Maybe they're sending it to Fort. Maybe they're sending it to Dude, Nutmeg. Two it. days in a row. I don't know how. Capital One sent me a credit card application, and Discover sent me it one the very next day. And I'm like, how the fuck do you have my address? A and B, why, how, which part of the government is selling my information? Oh, dude, they all have it. It's all, once you sign up for insurance or get one quote, people will be calling you nonstop. So I just stick, I'm stick with USAA. USAA. That's what all right, so what did you think of uh, Serena? Yeah, I mean, she's got way too much history of just class. She had a bad moment, honestly. I'm with the umpire you see because i'm kind of like you get it like we're referees like the referee or the umpire in that pairman at that uh, match is in charge of that game that's his game to man or her and like as a player like if that was me as a referee and a player goes off on me like that i would be like sir you're done good day and i would just walk away but like she looks classless but she's been a class act for the last 20 some years of tennis it's not going to change my opinion of her no yeah i still think she's great you know everyone gets mad throws a tantrum i mean hell Right, oh, you know, like I understand, like especially on that kind of stage, like yeah, you fucking pissed, like shit's that close. Yeah, so, so I mean, I'm not blaming her. Absolutely, I just think that she went a little overboard, and that you know, as my dad says, when you throw someone out, sir, you have ejected yourself, or ma'am, you have ejected yourself. No, that's true. That's 100 percent true. I think if any, if it was anyone else but Serena. This would be a completely different conversation saying that, oh, this person was way out of order. But because, <clears throat> like you said, she's been a class act, she's been in such high standard and high pedestal that we kind of just think about it differently because we're not used to it. We don't see this out of her. We don't know like tennis at all without the Williams sisters. <sighs> Joe Flacco, interception. Literally, he threw it to like a center fielder just hanging out. That was a terrible throw. But hey, you know, know the uh, Caps won the Stanley Cup? When? What year was this? 2017, 2018. You know, that's currently my background. I still need to get that tattoo on my butt. I'm going to get it one day once I have enough money. Sir, I'd like a tattoo of a Stanley Cup with Washington Capitals at the bottom. Thank you. you know, I, mean, I wouldn't even say anything. I'd just be like, here, this is what I want. This is where I want it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Here's my money. That's how easy getting a tattoo is. Here's my money. Give me this. Okay. Okay. What are you doing, cat? But some other hot news going on, else. It is, uh, it's almost October, and you know what that means. Hunt for baseball postseason? Yes, sir. 
You know, one of my World Series picks, the Houston Astros, is looking pretty good right now. We're leading in their division. Behind, I, I picked the Cubbies back in February, and they're looking dangerous. Yeah, the Cubbies are looking good. I don't, I don't think my other pick, the Diamondbacks, are going to make the playoffs. They're coming close, but I don't think they're going to make it. It's a tough division out in the West. Yeah, Colorado's got two on Los Angeles in the lost column. Yeah, and neither who I mean to win who you have to win that division to make the playoffs because the other two um, wild card teams are going to come from the Central and the Brewers and the Cardinals. So, yo, tell me, what do you think about the Nationals this year? Do you think it's a disappointing year for them? Like, what's what's Harper going to do? What's he going to go next year? You know, it it, it is disappointing because we talked about this earlier when the preseason baseball and we were picking, you know, how many games the Nationals going to win the division by. Because we thought that this was the joke of a division, but the Braves and the Phillies are young and their prospects are coming through. I mean, the Braves are a good looking team. The Phillies, they'll get in the playoffs this year, but they're going to be around for a while. Uh, new faces, young players, good talent. I just don't think the Nationals were healthy enough this year completely. And I don't think that they were really focused enough. I think Bryce Harper. Everyone, everyone, I'll say this. Everyone sucks Bryce Harper's dick. I think he had a terrible year. A god-awful year. I mean, sure, he won the home run derby, Ellis, but, like, who who cares? Like, what does that do? I mean, sure, it was a great TV show. It's like, it's like, you know, a wrestling show. It's great entertainment, but what does that do? You know, looking at Bryce Harper's stats, he's 247, uh, so, all right, semi-decent. 12 stolen bases. Uh, he struck out 154 times. 154 strikeouts. 33 home runs ain't nothing, though. 33 home runs ain't bad. Uh, how many RBIs? 94 RBIs. I mean, so he, he's, he's putting the ball. And he's batting 250. That's, he's hitting, getting, hitting the ball one out of every four times. Yeah, it's either a home run or a strikeout. And I think that's kind of what's getting wrong with the younger kids or the upcoming players is that that's it's all or nothing. And I think to win games and to be more successful in baseball, you have to just hit the ball, put it in play, you know, singles, doubles. And that's what he was doing in his MVP season. Yeah, he was getting on base. And now he's just kind of, you know, looking to hit bombs. I mean, sure, it's all great. But, I mean, you got to win games. You got to be productive. You can't just, you know, clear the bases. I mean, it's cool and all, but I don't know. I think he has a lot more potential. And I think – I think he's gone. I think I don't know where he's going, but I, I don't think this is kind of like LeBron. He he's just not coming back. Yeah, I think he might go out west. I think he might go to the, the Angels. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, I mean, in the Nationals, they're pitching Scherzer, arguably a Cy Young candidate. If the team was better, he probably would win the Cy Young. Seventeen wins, two point three one ERA, two hundred seventy one strikeouts, dude. What? He's been solid this year, man. But a thing that has plagued the Nationals is their bullpen. You know, they don't really have a closer. The relievers are all over. And, you know, they really don't have any other starters. The closest starter that with innings pitched to Max Scherzer was Tanner Rourke. And he was 8-15. and 15. Um, Strasburg didn't really do much. He was 8-7. and seven. He's, You know, he was injured. I think he's a great talent, but he's injured. He can't do much. And, I think you know, the it's, biggest problem for the Nationals, honestly, has been their, uh, been their manager, man. I mean, this is his first year. It's, it's tough, you know. Coming in your first year, we'll talk about that. Either. You're just given this and say, "Hey, go win." But He's a 500. It's to see, like, like uh, how much of the team stays next year. I think Strasburg will stay, but I don't think he's worth the price he says he is. And I think people are seeing that, though. Yeah, I mean, if you're only going to play half the season, then you should be paid like you're going to play half the season. Now, I will be honest. When Strasburg's first started as a national, that was like the moment I said, "Holy shit, this guy could be great." 
it was amazing. I think it was against the Pittsburgh Pirates, and he was on fire. It was unreal. But you know, he's he's just hurt the whole time, and he can't. He's like Kerry Wood of the Chicago Cubs, a great talent, great prospect coming out of college. But it's just you can't can't be great if you're hurt all the time. You know, that's that's part of the thing. It's you, you got to play. You got to play to win. Yep. But I do like I do like the Astros. Don't sleep on the Oakland Athletics right now. I think they're the hottest team in baseball, and it's all about being hot at the right time. Man, I feel bad for the, the ALE. I feel I'm a Rays fan. I feel bad for them, man. Not only does Boston have 101 wins, but they've got the Yankees with 90 wins, and the Yankees have a better yeah. The Yankees are better than the entire NL. And there's only one team. The Astros are the only other team above 90. And then the Red Sox. You like took, and then you have the Rays that have 80 wins. And in the NL, that's like hey, don't, don't forget the Orioles. Wild card spot. Yeah, I just don't forget the, the Orioles. That was too fucking good. Yeah, I think that's the best, hands down, the best division of baseball. Like I'm a Rays fan, but it's just like you can't compete with that. Yeah, you got Yankees. Yeah. I th- I was worried about the Yankees from the start. I thought they were a young team. <laughs> fucking Boston, man. 45 losses. That's it. Yeah. They're, they are a team to beat. Very good. Best run differential. No, Houston has the best run differential in baseball. But they're just they're a good team. I mean, that I think the American League is stacked with Cleveland, Houston, and Boston. Oh, they the Yankees. best bats in baseball. 786 runs first. 268 batting average first. On-base percentage, 338 first. Slugging percentage, 453 first. They, they have the bat. And I do I do like the, um, the wild card playoff game, the playing game. So we'll see how that goes. I mean, in the NL right now, it's looking like it'll be Milwaukee versus St. Louis, you know, or Los Angeles, you know, depending on how the final. Um, I think there's like 15 games left or something like that. There's not many. They play, what, 162 games? We got two, 16, 15, 16 games, depending on who you got. So, I mean, it'll be close. It'll be a tight ending in some divisions. The NL East is pretty set with the Braves. The Atlanta Braves are going to win the NL East. Good God. Better than the Phillies, man. Yeah, well, they're pretty not too far behind. Yeah, the, the Phillies are still in striking distance. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a slim chance, but still, it's out there. And the Brewers, Brewers and Cardinals, I mean, that's a tough division. If When your fourth-place team is one game below 500, I mean, come on. That's a tough division in the NL Central. Just no one's overly powerful. They're just good teams. Yeah, shout-out to the Baltimore Orioles for being literally the shittiest team in baseball. Yeah. They have more losses than the Red Sox have wins. Now, that is not hard. That is not easy, my friend. Going to be some changes in Baltimore this offseason, that's for sure. Yeah, people are going somewhere. They have the worst run differential in baseball. Negative 250. Dear God. But I think, you know, my dark horse right now, we'll talk about the playoffs when they get set, is the Oakland Athletics. You know, they're hot. But also the Houston Astros are hot. I think those two teams are. I think. Oh God, is it going to be Boston versus Houston in the AL? It'll be. It's going to be a good playoff series, Ellis. I'm pretty excited for this. I'm. I'm sticking uh, with New York versus Chicago, man. Is that who you picked from the beginning? I know you picked the Cubbies. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I picked the Yankees. Yeah, that's impressive. I'll have to go back and look in the archives. But you know, my Diamondbacks pick was a bold pick. But hey, you know, doesn't always work out. So, Ellis, any closing thoughts for this episode 24? What? It's been a pleasure. Next one will be an all-NFL breakdown as we get into um, the week two analysis. Right now, we got the Ravens and Bengals playing. Joe Flacco goes out to the side, third and one. Oh, he's running for first down. Oh, my God, he got a first down, Joe Flacco. It's been a pleasure, everyone. 
if you listen, we love you. If you don't listen, Fuck you, know, you get your life together. What are you doing? Just li- yeah, fucking Google us, motherfuckers. Google me. We're all over Twitter. Google me. We're all over Twitter, but we're all over social media. Take a look at us. Um, trash talk sports. We got a trash can, trash can with two eyes coming out of it. Trying kind of like uh, not the Simpsons. What's that show? Sesame Street. Oscar the Grouch. Oscar the Grouch, baby. But it's been a pleasure. Shout out to Mac Miller. And hey, this is Trash Talk Sports. It's been a pleasure. Peace.